Welcome to Life in Space. All right, yeah, Life in Space. This is just going to be a casual episode where I'm just going to play around. Maybe we'll do some Moog stuff. And, uh, yeah, play around with some presets. Maybe make some presets. Uh, things of that nature. So, as you were just listening, I was playing uh, the Moog Sub 37. I was just kind of messing around with the duo mode where you can play two keys at once. And that's kind of one of my favorite things to do with this uh, synthesizer is uh, the duo mode. I like how you can play uh, low tones and high tones together. So that's kind of a nice little sweeping feature that this uh, synthesizer has. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll just uh, jam a little bit and uh, we'll take you to where I'm going next and we'll see what happens. that you know i mean i really do like how this thing sounds uh it's got an amazing sound uh and i also pairing that up with the big sky reverb as well so it has a tremendous uh, amount of reverb on the end of that and uh yeah i just i was messing around with that and i was just coming up with some stuff i mean i just improvised that whole thing right there <laughs> so <laughs> that's the cool thing about being able to work with this is it's so quick and convenient uh, the sub 37 really has a lot of powerful tools just built into the actual synthesizer itself you really don't need to go too far when you're dealing with this so that's the really really cool thing about this synthesizer and um of course the filter is amazing on it i mean take a listen Yeah, it's real intense. I mean, you're going from 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz on that uh, cutoff right there. So it, it definitely comes in super smooth, uh, super uh, fluid. F you know, frequencies are great. Uh, everything on that. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So um, uh, that was just a little preset that I was messing around with. Let's see if we can save that. And I'll come back to that and. uh Let's see. We'll go ahead and just start with the fresh one. And so you, so you have an idea what it sounds like without the reverb. We'll go ahead and cut down the reverb real quick. Actually, I could just do it from here. Uh, let's see here. Big Sky, turn that off and go to just the sub 37. And that's just the uh, the actual sound of the sub thirty seven. So if you're just talking about the very very essence of the actual synthesizer, that's what it sounds like on its own without any reverb. And you might be able to hear the keys being played on there with my microphones picking it up, but uh, just bear with me. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be the way it is, I guess. Um, so, yeah, just uh, playing around with this thing. I mean, you got a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, things you can do with the oscillators. You know, you can go from, uh, from more like of a sine sound to a square. And that's with the first oscillator. And then, of course, you can bring in the second one if you want as well. 
You can detune them. Let's see, let's hear what it sounds like with just the basic wave here. That's kind of a cool sound on its own right there. And then just building it, you know, you just build it and maybe you add some sub uh, harmonics to that as well. You know, we'll take that out. We'll just work with this. just tap it down just a little bit so you can hear me and then of course if you want to go in the duo mode which is uh, always my favorite you can go into duo yeah and I let me let me see what happens if I hard sync it let's see Okay, let me redo that again. Doesn't seem to want to work. Okay. There's some interesting sub right there. Some sub frequencies. That's kind of a cool sound. I uh, changed the wave on the second oscillator. It's kind of like halfway in between saw and uh, square, so that sounds kind of cool. For some reason, let me see, why is duo mode not really kicking in here? The only problem with the duo mode is that uh, if it's not like tuned in a certain way, uh, it, it kind of like it doesn't sync properly. And I forget if there's actually like a way to do that. I mean, let me see here. No, that's not it. Yeah, there's just a way to do it, and uh, otherwise it kind of sounds weird. It doesn't really sound that great. And I know there's a preset on here, actually. I could probably find it if I can uh, go through the presets. And uh, let me see here. Take a look and see if I can compare it to another one. I got a lot of presets on here. <laughs> let me see here. These are some of the ones that come with it. And that's kind of cool with the duo mode. You can actually like uh, add some different like uh, modifications to them. And then like you can actually have like one of them kind of playing like that and then it's just really neat. I don't know how exactly to get that technical with it, but they do give you some ideas on how to do that. And, uh, yeah, just playing around with it and just trying to find out, you know, what kind of things you can do with the presets. It kind of gives you ideas on what to do with your own. So it's kind of neat. We'll just back to the same one I was messing with and we'll, we'll throw some reverb on it. Why not? Let me see here. Let me see. Wrong button. There we go. And this this particular patch I use a lot on the Big Sky is called Nimbus. If you have a Big Sky reverb, it's it's like I think number let me see thirty nine. It's it's around there. Uh, let me see what other presets they have. Maybe there's something interesting I can do. A little bit different. Let's see. Ooh, that, that kind of sounds a little better. Let me turn the microphone this way. And it kind of gives me a little bit of a better sound here.
I like to improvise a lot on these uh, on these keyboards, just kind of like doing my own thing, going from key to key and seeing what sounds really nice, you know. And so far, uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. I like this. So let me see. Let's see if we can add some modification here. That's kind of funny. That's like a random, like a random modification. So I'm just messing around with that. Let's see if we can do something a little different here. Let's take the modification off. Let's mess around with the uh, the attack, the decay sustain. Let's see. It's kind of cool to mess around with those because you can get some cool effects. And when it decays out, we'll shorten the attack here. Let's see. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Release, let's see what the release, let's increase that. It's kind of strange. Or just no release at all. It's real quick, you know. Sustain. Now we need some release. Yeah, you can kind of make a little beat, you know. Pretty much anything you can imagine, you know. I mean, you can just kind of go with it. What are the kind of presets do we have? Let's see here. Some we'll do some reverb preset. Something different. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, to be honest with you, 
I, I don't really mess around with the big sky so much, like, you know, customizing my own things. I kind of just go through the presets a lot of time. I mean, if I had the time to kind of go deep with it, you know, and just kind of figure out like every parameter that's on there, maybe it would make more sense. But a lot of the times I'm just looking for something quick to do. That's why a lot of times I like to just go into those presets, especially if it's like reverb and decay and I, I'm sorry, reverb and uh, delay and things like that. It's kind of nice just to go in and, uh, you know, just load up a preset or, uh, you know, load up something quick. You can just kind of go in there and just start making things right off the bat, you know, cause I mean, the more, more time you're spending on like trying to fine tune something a certain way, then you kind of lose your thought, you know, or maybe you will like, uh, forget what you were doing. And then, you know, you lose that inspiration to make the song or make a melody or something like that. So yeah, so a lot of times I like to go in there and just go with like a preset or something like that. Kind of kind of makes the job easier, you know, when you want to be creative. But this one, this one's cool. Let me see what else we got. These ones are kind of like smaller, kind of like reverbs. And, you know, of course, if you, if that ain't doing the trick, you can always go into uh, your DAW. And then I can always run, like, something in my DAW. I, I, I do like this ROM. ROM works really good. I, I actually got this as a... Uh, Native Instruments did like this uh, holiday thing where they gave away ROM for free and it's it's a great reverb and I think there's even some delay stuff on here but uh, it's fantastic I mean it comes with a lot of great great, great presets I mean if you go to large uh, reverb these are just a few of them uh, you know Arcadia Dream Hall let's try that I mean, even their initial preset is pretty good. And this is all working within the DAW. So, I mean, it's the convenience that's also kind of nice about it, you know, being able to, you know, work with it within the DAW and being able to fine tune things the way you like it. If you have more specific taste, you know, they do have a lot of different features. Uh, some of it uh, kind of makes more sense too, especially if you're just uh, flipping through presets and whatnot. Ice Cave, let's see what this one is. Yeah, that's a little intense. And some of them are kind of, you know, bizarre. Echoes. Let's see. Let's try an echo. Yeah, let's see here. What other types do we got? Creative. Let's try a creative one. Morph FX. Let's try that. Yeah, that's pretty heavy right there. Kind of spooky sounding right there, right? Ooh, that low, low, low tone right there. But besides that, let's just go to like, you know, clean studio. Let's try this one. And I'm still trying to get this duo mode to do what I want it to do. Maybe I have to have them on the same octave. Let me see here.
it's kind of interesting like it's kind of an interesting sound that it makes it's kind of like blending the two a little bit Cool. <laughs> That's interesting. some crazy sounding stuff right there well let me see here what else can we do that is definitely off let me try to get that back I was messing with the frequency so let's see if we can uh, do some cool what do you call arpeggiative things here? Yeah, there we go. Now we're getting really interesting. This is another feature I really, really like on the Sub 37. It's got a really cool arpeggiator. You can go, uh, let's see. You can go up, down, in the order you play it. So if I wanted to just play like in the order I put them in or just random or you can make a sequence. course you can latch it and tie it so that way you can mess with things while you're actually you know doing other parameters and stuff so so I'm not actually holding the keys anymore I actually put the ones I want and now I can just mess around with the filter Let's change a reverb. It's like I'm going underneath the water. Whoa. We can kind of have that drone on for a little bit there. And, uh, yeah, so just kind of kicking back, doing a podcast, I guess. Uh, messing around with some presets and making some presets, I guess. Haven't really done that in a while with the Sub-37, so I thought I'd give it a give it a try, switch things up. I even got my 32s here. Let's see if these guys come in. Yeah, they come in. Come in loud and clear. That's a weird sound. But yeah, I don't know. I just decided to do like these uh, kind of like uh, 
just jump into a podcast and maybe just randomly talk about stuff, I guess. Uh, maybe kind of just create some stories and stuff with synthesizers. That's kind of cool. It's like a little world you can go into with sound and creativity and whatnot. Who can't use some creativity right now, right? Like I'm saying, yeah. Or just create some cool mood music, you know, while you're talking. That's always pretty cool. Been kind of getting back into Minecraft lately, so that's kind of a neat thing. I played on the uh, Nintendo Switch most of the time. Or if I'm at uh, my computer, I'll play on the the Java version, which is cool. I was looking at these shaders you can add to your uh, Minecraft and uh, you can make everything look really pristine and like you know high definition and all that which is kind of cool took me a minute to figure out how to do it i had to install java <laughs> and that's the thing that i thought that was a java version of the game you know i thought it came with it i actually had to install java in order to install the shader pack or whatever the heck it was so that was kind of you know humorous if like you know minecraft is running without java i don't understand so I had to install Java. Yeah, like that's really interesting. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, Minecraft is a cool game. I really enjoy that one. To be honest, I mean, I'll really put it down in perspective. I mean, of all the games that are out there right now, uh, it is truly like the best game that's out there. And what what I mean by that is, that, you know, the fun factor, of course, of video games is the replay, replayability of the game, you know, and, you know, how much fun you're actually having with the game. And a game like Minecraft is kind of the perfect game if you think about it. It's a building game. You have to think. You have to discover things, explore and whatnot, which is awesome, you know. But then you also include the whole idea that you can go around and uh, if you have people that you know you can play with and all that, they can help you build things and stuff. And it's kind of like a team effort kind of thing if you think about it or just do it on your own whatever and not only that they have a lot of servers that, or you can have your own server I guess they call it a realm or whatever and then you can uh, have your friends or whatever go on there and they can all join you or they, you can save your progr progress online and all that visit it whenever you want to so that's that's kind of the, some of the cool features of it, you know. But just overall, I think that it's uh, of all the games I've ever played in my uh, career of video gaming, I guess if you can call it, uh, that one I've I've always been able to go back to over and over and over again, which is pretty cool. This kind of reminds me of it. I guess that's why I started talking about Minecraft <laughs> in a weird way. And of course, you know, video games in general, you know, it's uh, one of those things you can really expand on. I mean, you can make a whole show, I guess, just talking about video games and whatnot. And uh, like the first person shooter games and whatnot. I, I get really crazy with those, so I got to tone down on that. But uh, what do you call Nintendo, though? Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo. I've been uh, on and off with Nintendo for a long time. I actually was going to make a uh, theme uh, for a podcast. I was going to talk about Nintendo. There's there's some things I want to talk about. About Nintendo, about what they've been doing over the years and whatnot. Some things I like, some things I don't like. Especially when it comes to value and stuff with the video games and what they're doing and reselling the old games and all that. I don't know, dude. I guess I expected more from the Switch when I got it but uh, it just kind of seems like they're going to resell a lot of the same things to you. Uh, just recently they released this uh, Mario 3 pack. It comes with the Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy 1, which I kind of wish that they put Galaxy 2 in there because it's kind of, you know, ties into the whole Galaxy thing. I don't know if they're going to reissue that on its own or whatnot. I don't know why. Uh, but um, they're fantastic games. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. Uh, at first they said that the, it was gonna go for fifty nine ninety nine. I got it for forty nine actually. So I don't know why they were saying. I mean maybe if you buy it online, you, you know the digital store. I like to get them all uh, hard copies, like the actual physical copy. 
because uh, once I get bored with them, I like to trade them in or sell them and stuff. You can't do that with digital stuff, that's for sure. And not only that, the other thing I have, I was kind of going to talk about is that uh, when this Wii U thing came out, um, I remember that they actually had all this stuff in the digital store. Like they had Mario 64 and all these other games and stuff you can buy. And I bought them all too. I probably spent, I don't know, countless dollars on buying old games back and things like that. And then at the very end, uh, when they decided that they were going to close down the shop and everything, right before that, they released Mario RPG, which is like one of my favorite all-time games. And I got it. And then all of a sudden, oh, the online community is not going to be available anymore on the Wii U. We're shutting the whole thing down and we're going to the Switch. So I kind of figured that they would have had all that stuff cross over because if you bought things in their in their digital store or whatever, I would I was hoping that was going to cross over. I remember that they were talking about that when the Switch was first going to come out, like that all your stuff should be transferable. And then everybody just kind of forgot about about all that. And then it just kind of never came back. Nobody talked about it again. And so I guess now they have this whole new Nintendo Online thing and they're giving you all these NES games and all this uh, Super NES games and stuff. It's like 20 bucks a year, which is kind of, I don't know, it's weird. But uh, yeah, but just seems like they're going to resell you all that old stuff again, even though I should own it already. You know, I paid for it. But uh, I'm wondering what happened to all that stuff. They shut down the Wii U, Wii U shop or something or the Weverse or whatever they call it. And uh, I mean, is all that stuff gone now? I don't know, I guess. But yeah, that's just the thing. That's the risk you take, I guess, right? Deep thoughts with audio surgeon, right? <laughs> that should be a segment, right? That, that'd be kind of funny. Deep thoughts. <laughs> and I'll just play like little like melodies and, you know, things like that in the background, right? <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. I kind of like this melody. This is a cool melody. Speed it up. Slow it down. It's kind of this clicking sound back there. Let me see. Increase the attack so that click doesn't happen every time. That sounds cool. If you, if you increase the release, it kind of blends it together. If you take the release down, it's kind of like a... Da, 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 you know, but if you increase the release, it's kind of smooth sounding. take the sustain down. It kind of has a pluck sound. And then you take down the filter. It kind of has this mysterious sound to it. It's kind of cool. I kind of like that. See what other melodies I got in me here. else can I think of here? There's a, what's that uh, theme song? Let me see if I can come up with it. Yeah, it's a Stranger Things theme song. Now, let me see if I go, is there a way we can go up and down? Let me see. Uh, 
I mean, I can actually just create a sequence. Let's see here. That is not it. Let me see here. Every time I have a... Uh, okay, yeah, it's got to be in record mode, obviously. pause at the end. Hold on, I gotta figure out how to get rid of that. There it is. Yay. Every time that I spend time away from the sub 37, I always kind of have to refresh what I'm doing. It's not exactly like laid out in stone. You know, you got all these little different knobs and switches and things like that. So you kind of have to figure out what you did last time, but it does save presets. That's a great thing about the sub 37. If you have something that's like the, uh, the, the grandmother or the uh, matriarch, uh, that thing actually has zero presets. So keep in mind, every time that you make a new patch, you destroy the last one. So if that makes any sense, yes, it does. Let's go up an octave. That can kind of drive you crazy though, this melody. You speed it up, it sounds cool. That kind of sounds like the BPM right there. I think it's close to like 60 BPM, the original. Now I, I added a plus two on the range, so it'll play it'll play two more octaves up. Actually, there is a uh, there is a back and forth feature on this. Can't believe I didn't see that. So if I have that on, it'll just if I any any time I hold the keys I want, I can it'll just go back and forth. So let's see. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely works. So then you can add like you can kind of just freestyle on this, you know, if you want. Let me see. Just kind of messing around here. <laughs> Things like that, yeah. 
put some multi-drive on there. That sounds cool. like that, right? Kind of a cool uh, little melody right there. Yeah, and th those are the kind of things you can do with the arpeggiator. It's just really fun. You can select the BPM and, the, you know, what you want to do with it. And uh, you just you take off. It's pretty cool. Let's see here. And they have all kinds of different things on here. Glide time and things. makes it sound really strange. I guess it's like uh, when you go from key to key, it'll glide. Yeah, there was something in FL Studios I found out a long time ago where you can do that when you're messing with the piano roll. It has like a, a glide feature. So if you go from the lowest note all the way to the highest note. You can like stretch it, it'll like go all the way through the notes that, yeah, that you're, you know, placed apart from. Actually, if it's in duo mode, it probably makes it weird. There you go. <laughs> That's just a quick little thing, I guess. Let's see, glide time. You can actually increase it so I can make it slower. Whoa. <laughs> That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. That was kind of fun, right? Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's kind of cool. It's just fun to mess around with this, you know, when you get a chance and just uh, play around, mess around with the octaves. Like if I go to the oscillators, I can detune them. Let me open the filter. That's kind of interesting. Let's see, let's change the wave of us. Uh, I mean, yeah, oscillator one. Let's, let's see, let's do like a square. And you're gonna notice most of your changes when you're going from a saw to square, I, I imagine, you know. You can use both, of course, one on oscillator one and one on oscillator two. You can have a square and a uh, sawtooth. Now, let me see. I can play around with the sub. Let's just turn the sub up. Let's see what that sounds like. This is just the sub. That sounds cool. That's kind of a cool little uh, melody, I think. I don't know. Yeah, crazy. I'm getting crazy. That was kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let me see. Is there something I can just put in the background? Let's see here. That's really chill. I mean, see how cool that is? I mean, you could literally just like have that running in the background and just like, yeah, this is my theme music when I'm in uh, the menus or whatever. <laughs> what kind of options do you want to change in the menu, right? It's like a menu sound thing, I think. Very chill, very, very chill. Uh, what else? What else I want to talk about? I don't know. 
Let's see. Again, this is just kind of me just ranting and just having fun. I'll do these once in a while. It's just kind of like me relaxing, just doing my thing and all that. And uh, not really caring about anything. Just kind of playing around and recording a few thoughts. Um, I, yeah, I was doing that uh, escape pod last few episodes or whatever. Kind of got some intense thoughts out there. So if you like those, check them out. Uh, if you don't, let me know. Maybe I'll get back to music like I'm doing right now. Uh, the thing is, is like trying to come up with these ideas and all these like subjects and stuff. Sometimes you want to come up with a theme subject to talk about when you're doing your podcast. It kind of kind of makes sense to do that, I guess. But sometimes you can't always think of a certain subject or a certain topic. So it's kind of nice just to go out and just, uh, you know take a chance and just do whatever you're doing and uh, see what kind of things you could think of. Sometimes you'll think of things that you didn't have in your head at the moment. Sometimes when you listen to music or kind of relax and play something like this in the background, you can kind of just think and uh, wonder. Talk about like space and stuff. Space is crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff out there on space to Mars and all that. I was watching some shows about Mars, going to Mars and all that, and uh, sending people there. And uh, I guess the whole idea now is that they're going to have, like, I don't know, like some sort of, like, uh, supplies or things actually waiting on the planet before people get there. Because, obviously, if you just send them there... <laughs> nothing good will happen i mean because if they have no resources or anything like that and i guess they could keep sending shipments over i guess it's like an eight month period takes like eight months to get there so that's something to think about yeah eight months it takes eight months to send supplies to mars and they have to like build some sort of like structure that they can live in on on the planet and all that and uh who knows what they're gonna do i mean maybe plant some plants or something get some oxygen up there that'd be cool definitely could use some oxygen on mars uh my theory i guess is like maybe like each planet is like a next level like the next thing we're gonna go to maybe we all started off on the first planet mercury then venus and then earth and then maybe mars will be next and maybe Jupiter and Saturn, like those planets, they're really big. And I guess they're like a lot of gas or whatever on them. But maybe like, you know, Jupiter is just gas right now. But later they'll all collect and turn into like a smaller planet. Who knows? Something that's you could like actually land on or something maybe. Just a thought, I think. Maybe that's how they all change or whatever or morph into something. Who knows? Who even knows how it's all structured? Yeah, and now they're saying something about, like, uh, Venus possibly having, like, some sort of life, like, in the atmosphere, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, they say there's, like, a lot of volcanoes or something on there, so it's, like, almost impossible to live. I mean, it is it is impossible to live on there on the surface, I guess, but in the sky, I guess it's possibly cool enough. So they might send something to that planet and collect some samples. That'd be interesting, Yeah. But maybe like, you know, maybe that planet was like actually livable at some point. Maybe we all came from that planet <laughs> and then ended up on Earth. You know, they talk about that ancient alien theory that like, you know, there were actual technologies and things like that, that we just it's long lost or forgotten. And so now we're just all rediscovering it. And so maybe we'll use all that to go to Mars. Just a thought. Take that and uh, think about it, you know some deep thoughts deep thoughts deep thoughts on the life in space podcast this is the deep thought part of the podcast just relax to that you could just put that on for like an hour and then like meditate or something huh that's kind of cool and then maybe i could do something with the you know the moog 32 up here no maybe not that was bad I did not want a weird sound like that. I'm not even sure where I left off on this thing. That's the other thing about the uh, the Mother 32s is that there uh, there's no presets on this thing. So anything that you change or modify, you have to remember what you did last. You know, otherwise when you change everything or you unplug all the you know the uh, the wires and everything into your uh, ins and outs and all that, you'll forget what you were doing. I guess unless you write them down, you can write them down. I guess yeah. 
that's the thing about modular, you know, that uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that because once you get something you like, you kind of you kind of stick with it, right? Otherwise, you'll just unplug it all and turn everything back to, you know, the original template or whatever. And then, well, basically, you just start back at the beginning, which is cool, I guess, if that's what you're into. But, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't have all that time to sit and think and do that with these, uh, with these uh, units, you know. So I like to jump on and just start making stuff. That's the only thing that kind of puts me a little bit behind with these instruments, like these modular instruments. Uh, I have to, like, work into it and, like, get back what I was probably similar to what I was doing before or whatever. Yeah, if that makes any sense, right? I mean, it does if you're into it. <laughs> I guess you know what I'm talking about. You know, in digital, you know, that's that's why a lot of those synthesizers have digital storage on it for all their presets and things like that. So you can come back to it. It's easier to kind of come back to it and not have to think so hard on the next one. Now, you know, if you spend every day working on it, though, you could be you become professional at it. And then, you know, you know exactly what everything's doing. I've neglected to do that, though. I still don't know every function of the Mother 32 or what it's capable of doing. And I've had them for a long time. So I've been slacking on that. But I've uh, been putting more more time into the, the sub 37, I guess. So it's it's one of those things. It's a trade off. I like this preset. Let's save this. Let me see here. That's another thing, too. Like, sometimes I forget, <laughs> like, the presets. Like, uh, which ones I named and which ones I didn't name and how to name them. See, I got to name these because, again, I, I discussed this a while ago. If you do not name your presets, then you are lost. You are just lost. You, I mean, maybe if you don't have a name for it right away, you could just leave it the way it is and then come back to it. And you'll be like, oh, you know, that sounds like tangy strings or whatever you know right <laughs> if you get what that term was that's from a movie but yeah that's that's just one of the things this is really chill though i really i, li I like this one i really dig the arpeggiator on the sub 37 so that's what uh that's what i'm using yep let's take it down even lower let's see let's see how mysterious we can make it turn it up Then you can just kind of run the cutoff up and down. Sounds cool. And I'm uh, again. I'm I'm actually using a uh, preset uh, ROM, the uh, reverb in my DAW. I can even add like something else. Like a replica. Let's see if I kick in this replica. Let's see if I can get some delay effects. Yeah, and I don't know if you can hear that, but it's uh, this clipping maybe, possibly. This, this, this happens every now and then on uh, FL Studios. I, I mean, it happens like on other programs too. I don't know if it's uh, the drivers from the Tascam that does it or if it's my sound card. I don't know. Something's conflicting a little bit, but it, it goes away right away, though. Like, you know, for a few seconds, and then it's totally gone. It, it's like a refresh rate or like a sample rate or something, I think. But even when I change it, it doesn't go away. So, And then, then you can also change the quality of the sound. Like, okay, like it took me a long time to even figure out how to get everything totally, like, you know, the way I wanted it in like the sound settings and windows now maybe on a Mac it's a little bit simpler I don't know now when you have an input and your output or whatever whatever interface you're using on a Mac maybe they simplify it a little bit but you have to actually go in windows and completely go through all these I mean at least if you're the kind of guy that works with windows like I do I like to go in and just change everything I mean any kind of setting I can change I'll try it I'll test it I'll, I'll make sure that whatever I can do is like the best that I can get out of that product or, or the software or whatever so I, I tend to do that a lot uh, so let me see am I even on the 
Yeah, okay, so... This is the replica. Let's see if I can put in something that you can kind of compare, like maybe a delay of some sort. Uh, I usually use like this ping pong effect or Echo Canyon. That's cool. Let's see what this is. I might have to turn the filter up. That sounds cool. That's even better. <laughs> That's cool. That is crazy sounding. Sounds really cool. Kind of kick down the the cutoff, and you can kind of hear it wobbling in the background. That's that's really cool. That is really cool. If you're wearing some headphones, you'll really hear what I'm talking about. Let's go even lower on the cutoff. And sometimes you just do these things on accident. It just kind of happens. That's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's fun to mess around with this stuff, you know. Maybe we'll uh, talk about gear on the next one, on the next podcast, or some other ideas. I have some things that I'll talk about, uh, my opinions on some stuff. So some upcoming things to look forward to if you're on my uh, podcast. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a look at this masterclass thing. I wanted to go back into it and talk about it, whether it's worth it or not. You know, I know that it's like a hundred, like $180 to get, uh, like a year membership for the, uh, for the masterclass. And, um, there's some things you can pick up, you know, some ideas or some thoughts or whatever that they might give you, you know, when you're listening, what these guys are talking about, but, uh, we'll go into it and we'll talk about like whether it's worth it or not. Or, uh, you know, if you're the kind of person that's going to enjoy it or, if, you know, some people might even just get it just uh, for the entertainment or whatever. They want to see like this famous person that they know what they think or what the kind of words of a wise, wise words of wisdom or whatever they might have. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Maybe Nintendo. I wanted to talk more about that, you know, Nintendo and what they're doing. I don't know. I talked a little bit about that today, but, uh, yeah, we'll maybe dive more into that. And then, uh, uh, Maybe some other things, maybe some Minecraft stuff. Uh, I was messing with Minecraft, so that might be something fun to touch on. That's always a fun topic. But anyway, uh, yeah, so if you enjoy synthesizers and this kind of stuff, yeah, right here, yeah. I enjoy that. That's cool. Hope everybody out there enjoys that. That's cool. That is cool. You know, this would be cool to just kind of go out on this. I think I like this. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead. We'll uh, mess around with the filter on this. And then uh, we'll just kind of sign out, I guess, you know. We'll see you back next time on Life in Space podcast. We'll do some more of these. It's kind of fun. It's kind of chill. Kind of nice. Just chill back and do this. You know, maybe not necessarily have topics, but just messing around, listening to some cool sounds, jamming or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll sign out. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I guess that's uh, pretty much pretty much it. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.